If a Christian doesn't pray about heaven, that's a remarkable lack. Who ever heard of exiles not thinking about home? Now, I said, that's exactly what the rosary is. We are in a new moment of time and a new moment of space. So we keep saying to our Lord and to the Blessed Mother, I love you, I love you. That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it. Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road, back on the road for Monday. And today I'm going to be doing the prayer that I meant to do last Monday and ended up swapping it because I lost my little blue notebook that I keep everybody's names in, all the prayer, well, not everybody's names, all the prayer requests that I have uh, so that I can keep track of everyone. And uh, today we're actually praying for an intention that was submitted by our listener and uh, frequent uh, I can't, I can't, do you get do you get frequent uh, frequent prayer miles? Uh, he's uh, he he submits quite a few of them, and that's Sentinel Rue. And uh, Sentinel, if you're if you're hearing this right now, I've got your prayer request for yourself coming up as well. That's going to be on Wednesday uh, the 29th, uh, or on um, Wednesday the 31st rather. Uh, so I've got this intention, and then the next one's also going to be yours. And uh, then we'll be. I think that will be the full list of all the submitted intentions. But if I've missed one, if I haven't prayed for an intention that you submitted, and this goes for everybody who's listening, if you submitted an intention, were told a date, and then that date came and went and I made a mistake, and I do make mistakes, then please let me know. Reach out to me and let me know that I've made a mistake, that I've missed an intention. My goal is 100% I, I guess for lack of a better term, coverage. I want to make sure that I pray for everybody who submits a prayer request. I want to make sure that that prayer gets said, that everybody joins in that prayer, and that you have my entire audience praying for you. So if you find that that has not happened, I want you to let me know so that I can remedy that situation. So today's prayer request is for Allie, is her name, and Allie is uh, recovering from a, a drug problem, and this drug problem actually saw her kicked out of her home, uh, and uh, and all sorts of other relationship issues that she's had because of this problem. And those are on the mend. She's back home again, I've been told, uh, and she's struggling with this, struggling to overcome it. So I want to pray for her today, uh, and uh, and also while we're praying for her, keep the person who petitioned for her, uh, Sentinel, in, uh, in our prayers as well, since to ask for prayers and to pray for someone is itself a, a work of mercy. If you have a prayer request, and it doesn't always have to have the gravity that this one has, but any prayer request at all, and if you have a prayer request that's particularly grave, if you have a prayer request that you want to submit without your name being attached to Anything like that, you can submit all prayer requests. I accept everything uh, at uh, daily decade requests at proton.me. That's M for Michael, E for Elizabeth, decade, D E C A D E, requests in the plural. 
at proton.me is the email address. You can also drop me a line on Telegram. You can find me at The Daily Decade. You can also find me at The Daily Decade on Gab. I don't know that I have too many listeners on Gab. Very few followers up there. Um, that's mostly, uh, well, it's, it has a different flavor to it. Or you can find me on the Fediverse, which is a little bit more lively, uh, also touch more impure if you're not on there. I don't necessarily encourage it. But that's going to be at poa.st slash at the Daily Decade. And finally, the website. So pray the rosary every day at wordpress.com. And you can drop a line on there anywhere. I've got some people that follow the website. I've got some people that follow on Telegram. I've got some people that email me on a regular basis. And so all of these things are possibilities if you want to submit a prayer or if you just have a question. And I do have those. And I have resources that I can provide to people if you have a question about things. If I don't know the answer, I can certainly find an answer for you and refer you to someone who is more knowledgeable than me. And the pool of people of that nature is very large indeed. So, now, having said all of that, let's go ahead and do what we're here to do, which is to pray and turn our hearts and minds to God and get our rosaries out. And today is Monday, so of course we'll be praying in English and we will be reflecting on the third joyful mystery, which is the nativity of our Lord and Savior. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we for trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For an increase in faith, hope, and charity, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was at the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The third joyful mystery is the nativity of our Lord and Savior. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this, our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet virgin Mary. Pray for us, most holy mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let's pray. O God, who didst deign to send thine only begotten Son, who by his life, death, and resurrection did purchase for us the rewards of eternal life, look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the most holy rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Bernadette of Lourdes, who knew suffering in life, and whose innocence and perfect trust won the, the favor of the Blessed Mother, the very image of innocence and trust, 
We humbly beg thy intercession that some of the innocence that dwells in girlhood might be remembered and recalled by this handmaiden of the Lord, Allie, that her suffering and her struggles might not be too great to blot out that grace which she had in her baptism, or blot out the memory of that grace which she had in her baptism, that she might recall her God, his love, and his mercy, and call upon him unceasingly, that she might gain his forgiveness, that she might grow in grace, and that she may join Blessed Virgin Mary and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in heaven at the end of her days. And we ask this in the name of the same Jesus Christ, who livest and reignest with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in our troubles, our trials, our temptations and addictions, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred art of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred art of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred art of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There are a lot of people to whom you can pray for the kind of troubles that our sister is undergoing. I find that in such, time, in, in such troubles, it's good to remember the innocence that the saints, especially young saints, like St. Maria Goretti or St. Bernadette, or St. Therese, are able to hold on to despite all of their suffering and their struggle. And St. Therese and St. Bernadette in particular had a lot of struggles. St. Maria had a, a very violent death, uh, but she was no better off in her youth than they were, really. But they, they kept a hold of this joy, this innocence, this attachment that only children have with their God. Even after, and all of them were after the age of reason, all of them were old enough to know uh, to be exposed to the evils of the world and to have formed hardened hearts and yet none of them did and so that that's, that makes them I think uniquely suited to prayers and with, uh, for against cynicism against depression against addiction against impurity all of these things that represent the end result of the shattering of that connection that we have with our Creator in those innocent days before our adulthood, before we become aware of the world. It's a, that's why it's a unique crime, a unique sin to rob a child of that, to expose a child to evil beyond his comprehension too early 
And I don't just mean impurity, I don't just mean abuse, I, I mean exposing children to just how bad things are out there too early. It destroys a part of them that is what we should aspire to. Not childishness, not lack of control, not impulse, but the kind of childlike trust that you observe in a, in a child of a faithful family there's a unique way that that child relates to God and to the Eucharist and to the rosary and the prayers that's different, less deliberate than the way that we relate to it. And when, when Christ takes a child and puts him in, his, in the midst of the apostles and says that such as these, such as the kingdom of heaven, their angels look continually upon the face of my Father that is in heaven. He's communicating that to us. He's giving us a goal. He's not saying run around and be like children, you know, playing all the time, don't be responsible. But he's talking about the, the almost unconscious attachment to God. The, it's almost not deliberate. It's a love of God that springs up from a wellspring within you. This is part of what made the Blessed Mother so fitting as a vessel was her perfect trust and her deep desire to remain faithful to God. That's why she tested the angel with, well, how am I going to have a baby? I am not no man. Testing the angel to make sure that it wouldn't involve anything like sacrifice or purity that she knew was dedicated to God. And the same is true of St. Joseph, an old man who nevertheless trusted God so perfectly that he has very few speaking roles, so to speak, in the gospel narrative. And yet when the angel comes to him in a dream and says, do this, he does it immediately, no questions asked. He simply trusts in God. And that's ultimately, the nativity is the fruit of that trust. And part of the reason why Christ comes as a messiah not in glory in the heavens descending on a fiery chariot to trample down the enemies of the people of Israel, but born as a baby, as a baby in rather poor circumstances, having traveled a very long way from Nazareth and Galilee, where the faith must have been very weak indeed, for Christ was rejected in Galilee, and so notorious was this faithlessness that when Nathaniel is told by his brother that they have found the Messiah, it is Jesus of Nazareth, his response is, can anything good come from Nazareth? So the reputation of the place where God chose to grow up as a boy was already notorious. People knew Nazareth as a place of godlessness probably not a place of necessarily sin and vice so much as just worldliness. We see that in the Gadarenes. Christ goes to visit the Gadarenes, he cures a demoniac, and he drives the demons into a herd of swine that are being kept illegally against the Mosaic Law by these Jews in Gadarene. You know, a pig is an unclean animal. You're not supposed to be trafficking in it. You're not supposed to be eating it. You're not supposed to be near it. And he drove the swine into the lake. Well, that herd of swine was the livelihood of that country. 
And so the people tell him, go away. We don't want you here. They reject salvation because they are concerned about their finances. That's the kind of evil that you see in a place like Nazareth in Galilee. It's a worldly place. And Christ, when he chooses to come into the world, chooses the most worldly part of his kingdom to inhabit. It's very deliberate. But first he journeys out of the world. He's in his mother's womb. He's with the Blessed Mother. And the time has come. God approaches the Blessed Mother so that she will conceive and give birth precisely when he knows that the census is going to be called. All of this is deliberate. Everything he does is deliberate. And so she must go with Joseph to Bethlehem because that is where the house of David must be registered. Because of course they would be registering them according to tribes. And despite the fact that Joseph is living in what was once the territory of the kingdom of Israel, uh, he is nevertheless a member of the tribe of Judah and a descendant of the house of David. So he has to travel back down into his tribal homelands. Uh, this is not unusual in any country like that. And so Christ begins, before he is even born, begins his journey out of the world and into the holy place where God called the king who was a man after his own heart. That's what, the God, that's what the Bible says. It says that David was a man after God's own heart. What, a, what an appellation to apply to a man. What a, what a title. A man after God's own heart. He was of a perfect heart, in other words. He was not of a perfect mind. He fell into sin and temptation. He was of a perfect heart. His spirit was perfectly attuned to God. And when he did sin, he was able to express perfect contrition for that sin. That's Psalm 50. Psalm 50, oh, 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 uh, have mercy on me, O God, according to thy great mercy. That psalm is an expression of perfect contrition. That's why it makes such a wonderful preparation for confession. Before you go to confession, you recite the 50th psalm as a means of preparation because it is David's act of perfect contrition. Contrast it with Saul who is called out because he has sinned and he also expresses contrition but his contrition is imperfect. His contrition is ultimately selfish in nature because he immediately goes back to doing what he was doing before. And Saul of course dies by suicide in despair. Saul is, Saul is our model for Judas. David our model for Christ. So Christ begins this long slog, this long journey that the Blessed Mother largely will experience for him in terms of the physical troubles of making that long journey on foot, nine months pregnant. And so she begins there to suffer with Christ, as all of us are called to suffer with Christ. This is not you... Her suffering is unique. She's, she, she is uniquely ordained to suffer in a certain way, united to Christ, because she is his mother. 
But all of us are called to suffer for Christ. All of us are called to live our lives as a passion and as a reflection of Christ's passion. And so he offers us this model. And St. Athanasius says that that which is not assumed is not saved. The nature of man must be our nature. Because otherwise we cannot, we are not lifted up on the cross with Christ if that's not the case. And so we travel this journey. We come out of, we are converted. We come out of the world. We come out of Nazareth. And we journey towards Bethlehem. Where Christ is meant to be born within us. And that's something that you find in, I, I almost reluctant to cite him because he is so controversial, but there's something that you encounter in, in Eckhart, Meister Eckhart. He talks about the soul, and he always he's, he's speaking to, to nuns, uh, Dominican nuns and independent nuns in the Rhine Valley, and he speaks of the soul and the feminine for that reason. But it's a mysticism that is, I think, also very useful for us to contemplate. The soul as a mirror of Our Lady, where the Son of God is born or conceived in the pure soul and the soul gives birth to the son in the Christian life this is how he understands faith and works he understands faith as and the encounter with the faith our religion as the soul conceiving of the son of God and then giving birth in our living, in our Christian life. And we are called in that way to make this journey. Our souls are called in this way to make this journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And after Bethlehem, to Jerusalem, to that heavenly Jerusalem. So that is what the Bethlehem is the attainment of sainthood. And then having attained sainthood, having become a saint, well then it's just a matter of going to Jerusalem, that heavenly Jerusalem, to be initiated into God's kingdom in the hereafter. That's our death. The journey to Jerusalem, to the heavenly Jerusalem, is our death. But if we have not gone to Bethlehem first, then we are just like all the other Jews making their journey to Jerusalem to reap a fruitless harvest, because we have not Christ. And St. Paul talks about this in the Epistle to the Hebrews, how there is grace given for the fruitless law. How much more grace will be given? I think this is in Hebrews 6. How much more grace will be given for fruitful faith in Christ? Since even Moses, having spoken the law, which ultimately cannot give salvation, was so clothed in the light of God that the people, that the children of Israel could not look upon his face. And if that is the grace that is given to man from this law, which cannot save, how much more grace do we obtain from Christ who can save? And that grace is the fruit of our journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And our life is that journey with all its hardships and all its difficulties, nurturing always this spirit within us of the Christian faith, of our loyalty to Christ, and our deep and abiding trust 
in him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness. And I think in a special way for sinners. So that if we but look to her, who is the moon, and derives all light from the sun, they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.